The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome in, take my hand. Say hello to who you know and who you don't and who you can. We'll give promise to your springtime and beginnings to your ends. We'll try not to be cautious, we'll be friends. Welcome in everyone and welcome back. It seems like it's been forever since we were here on Visibility celebrating our abilities. Uh, It's been a, a long month in between with the convention and the pre-convention and the auction and the post-convention and the voting and so much that's taken place for all, for in all of our lives over the past month. But we're back where we belong together. And I want to welcome all of you here tonight. And we've I've been putting together, I did have some good time um during convention and i've been putting together a pretty neat schedule for the next several weeks actually into september right now on visibilities for visibilities next week we are going to be starting a segment on the special interest affiliates of acb and if anyone here is a leader in one of those affiliates uh Please get in touch with me. We would like to give you all an opportunity to tell us about your uh, plans for the upcoming year. I put it out especially for anyone who's got a, uh, a new president that perhaps was elected before, during, or after convention. Um, but please get in touch with me at visibilities 50 That's visibilities. It's just like disabilities, only with a V at the beginning, five zero at gmail.com. And from there, let's get right into this evening's program, which is, I think, pretty exciting. There's a new project going on within ACB. Many of us heard a lot about it during the convention. And the team that's been put together to head it up are all with us this evening. And that is this, <clears throat> excuse me, meant the mentoring team for mentoring future leaders of ACB. And it's, as I understand it, it's being chaired or headed uh, by Kenneth Semyon Sr., who's on our board of directors, and Donna Brown, who's also a board member, and Donna Browning. I don't even want to ponder when you folks start writing back and forth to each other and that having three letters difference there in the two names and Cheryl Cummings. And I, I think that's a really dynamite team to have put together to begin with. And I want to welcome all of you here this evening. And I think we'll start, um, I guess, I'd like to introduce each of you and for people who may not know all of you very well, maybe you could tell us a little bit about 
yourself and your life in ACB. Um, so if Kenneth, if you'd like to give us a, a start. Okay. Hello. and uh, Thanks, Tara, for uh, asking us to be with you tonight. Yes. So uh, I started um, within the Houston chapter in 2005 uh, when I found out about ACB. Uh, and that came from being a part of a local support group after experiencing vision loss and hearing loss. Um, I, we traveled for five years to Houston in order to attend chapter meetings. And after that, I felt the need to uh, do something different. So through our ACB membership chair, she encouraged me to go ahead and start a chapter locally. So uh, we started that chapter in 2009 and there were like 16 of us during the uh, first meeting attended and we've grown into the 50s. And um, so after that, uh, I began to get more involved and uh, served on some committees on the state level. And uh, it just grew from there, starting to serve on committees on the national level, being a president of uh, one of our special interest affiliates, has been uh, president of uh, our second vice president of ACB of Texas and president uh, for several terms, done a lot of work within uh, the organization on all levels, and I'm excited about it. And this this project here is just close to my, I would say, dear to my heart, as Cindy Hollis might even say. Uh, yeah, because this is something I actually made a commitment to do uh, as far as uh, when I ran for the board that I wanted to help to sustain ACB moving forward. And I felt like that's some way that I know I can contribute and uh, with the mentoring program, it really wasn't planned initially. The way it happened, it just fell in place for a group of people to come together uh, that really had some shared interest in, in achieving this goal that we're working on. So I'm just glad to be a part of ACB and uh, hope, hopefully we'll get some news out to everyone and just want to thank everybody for even showing interest in our program. Well, you've certainly encouraged a lot of people. I know one of the things that you did leave off there um, that I've worked, I've kind of worked with you a bit with um, over the last several years is the Derby K. McDaniel Fund. And I think you've done an amazing job that with that. Wow. Um, <laughs> but um, and you've done an, a, a fabulous job with that as well. Donna Brown. Um, okay. Yep. So I am from Romney, West Virginia, small affiliate of ACB. <laughs> Back in the mid 80s, um, shortly after I became a teacher at the School for the Blind in Romney, I'm, I was not raised in West Virginia. So I kind of got there as a teaching with a teaching job. Um, but anyway, I was invited to our state convention. I really knew nothing about ACB. And I should have, but I didn't. Uh, anyway, that's the way it was. <laughs> um, so uh, I got invited to go to this convention and I thought, well, I, you know, I always like stuff to do on the weekends. I'll go, you know. And uh, anyway, I kind of was hooked. I, I just I felt very welcome and I really felt like I could be a part of the, the group. And so shortly thereafter, I joined and, and my first uh, national convention was in 1987 in Los Angeles. Um, and anyway, I I was not really involved on the national level for quite a long time. Uh, my first real involvement at the national level came, well, as a result of the two first year of the Brenda Dillon Memorial mm -hmm. Walk in 2009. Um, I happened to bring in 
you know, a good bit of money and donations. And, and then I did again the next year and, and they asked me to serve on the committee. And I thought, oh man, I've never been asked to serve on a national committee. I never really thought I really wanted to. And anyway, um, it kind of bloomed from there. <laughs> uh, so eventually I became chair of that committee, but, <clears throat> uh, and then uh, got elected well, got elected to the board in 2019 to fill an unexpired term. And right. then when we finally had elections in 2021, I, I got elected for my real first official term. Um, but anyway, my involvement in the mentoring program was uh, really as a result of being co-chair of the Burl Collie Leadership Committee and we, a leadership training committee, we, um, kept tossing around trainings with mentoring and um, we just never really got a handle on how to actually conduct a training for mentoring because mentoring it, it's it's pretty involved and it's it's more than a one-shot deal uh, so we felt like our one training a month uh, on a mentoring topic wasn't really going to it would be just right. sort of the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> yeah, it really uh, is. It, yeah. So anyway, um, when everybody started talking about this mentoring program, then I just sort of came to the team as as co-chair of the Burl Collie Leadership Institute. And it's been a wonderful ride. That is wonderful. Donna Browning. Hello. Um, so my name is Donna Browning from Alexandria, Virginia. Um, I have, when I first started in ACB, I would just go to, this was way back in the, uh, around 95-ish, I moved up here for a job, and I didn't know anything about ACB until then, and I would go to meetings off and on, and then after a bit, I stopped coming for a bit, you know, I was going through a vision crisis, anyhow, um, because I did a job that a lot of uh, people who were visually impaired or other disabilities called into, Pat Beatty would call me once in a while when she would make <laughs> reservations and she would beg me to come back. And she knew that, you know, she's like, you would be such a great asset to us. And I really wanted to help, but I was struggling with things and I just wasn't ready to do it. And she kept begging and begging and, uh, I really wanted to do it for her, but at the time I just couldn't. And um, she was a great friend of mine. And so eventually um, I did uh, start coming back and um, I've been um, vice president, president of the chapter, and I am vice president of our affiliate now. And I'm on some committees um, nationally. And I also do hosting for the community and um i just try to help wherever i can and i um was we were in a meeting with um the membership committee and after that meeting i found myself on the um mentoring committee and i was very excited i'd been mentored myself before and still do get mentored uh, by somebody very kind and wonderful in my state. And um, I really am enjoying working on this team. Um, they are a fantastic team to work for. 
we have, um, you know, we're, we're really excited about this and really want to work hard to uh, help ACB move forward for the future. Well, you know, I'm sure you're going to succeed at it because whatever Pat Beatty wanted, Pat Beatty eventually got. <laughs> it may have taken it may have taken a, a, a long time. I mean, look at uh, Proag and that. You know, she was so involved in that, and it's. I almost feel like that should have been done in memory of Pat Beatty. Um, but and many a person she. Um, you know, she did really push to get involved. I remember her talking to me back, oh, this is back in the early to early part of the 2000s, about one of the young people that I was, I did a lot of work with what was then National Alliance of Blind Students. Um, and my board of directors in that was a fabulous group and every one of them have become very active in one way or another and have progressed beautifully. And that's no thanks to me, but I just feel very privileged to have known them. And one of the ones that she was really pushing at that time was you've got to get Eric Bridges more involved. And uh, I guess he's done that, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yes. that was all Pat Beatty's doing. <laughs> anyway, our fourth member of this August committee um, I've had the privilege of knowing, not terribly well, but at least knowing um, pretty well. We've had dinner together more than once. Uh, and I'm, Cheryl, I want to apologize when I was mentioning everyone's, um, you know, the, Donna and Kenneth were on the board. I completely escaped to, uh, pointing out that Cheryl is a very, very wonderful member of the ACV Board of Publications. And uh, extremely welcomed on that committee, I think, at this point, on that uh, board, rather. And so, Cheryl, you're up. <laughs> oh, um, wow. Thank you. Um, so, I suppose my involvement came through marriage, <laughs> in the sense that <laughs> I married my husband, who was a, a member of the Bay State Council of the Blind. And um, I just started attending meetings with him and uh, got involved and at some point was, um, became a board member. And now I'm the second vice president for the Bay State Council of the Blind. And I'm also the chair of our membership committee. Um, <clears throat> and nationally, uh, you know, part of my work and sort of part of my own personal commitment has always been around issues of inclusion and diversity and working on it when it was not an issue that any that lots of people wanted to hear anything about. Um, and so um, when Kim became president of ACB, I think I reached out to her and asked if I could get involved with the Multicultural Affairs Committee. Um, and so I've been a member of the Multicultural Affairs Committee and um, last year became the chair of the Multicultural Affairs Committee. Um, and one of the resolutions um, that was directed towards that, that the Multicultural Affairs Committee sponsored um, talked about using mentoring as a way to increase diversity among 
ACB leaders. And so when I took over, um, it was just something that I was really committed in wanting to get done. And I started talking with Dan about it. And then Dan said, ah, oh, there's this guy, Kenneth, who's, who's working on this issue. And then um, as, as Donna Brown said, it was really, it just felt like this organic coming together. Um, and we've, we've been meeting like almost every week starting in the beginning of February now and working on this. Well, that is, I, I'm just so pleased that this group has gotten together. And as an as another little bit of an aside there, you met your husband, I mean, you got involved with ACB through your husband. So did I, except yeah. you had already married him. Frank took me on a cheap date one day. <laughs> I keep telling him. He was the one that got me involved in it when we were going together. <laughs> Not sure he's forgiven. He's, forgiven himself since but <laughs> um, but I, we've both always enjoyed ACB as a matter of fact I think he's still on <clears throat> one year back around oh I don't know maybe around 2004 or five maybe six I um, was invited to the West Virginia convention and uh, he came with me and I think he's still on your email mailing list he keeps he keeps track of mountain stays. <laughs> but um, well, I thank you all for joining us this evening. And I do want to ask you a couple of questions. And anyone wants to jump in, um, that would be great. Um, let me ask you first, how do you see that this program will interface with the DKM, the JP Morgan Chase, the um the uh, uh, what am I trying to say? The Burl Collie Leadership Institute. Uh, you know, we, we've done a, the membership committee. You know, we've got a lot of groups, and how do we keep it from not splintering? I'm wondering how you plan to interface with with all of those groups, or if you do. Well, we're beginning our work by having decided before the membership committee joined us that each one of our committees would seek to identify at least four participants that we can get into the pilot program. So uh, we know that they would have to agree to, to apply, but we've, we've gotten some responses to that and we're still working on that to make sure that we would have uh, collectively uh, 12 people to help to start out the program as far as mentors and mentees. And I think that's how we focused on it. Uh, being that we each are, we have a directive in one way to do something that would help uh, to build future leaders. Our DCAM first-timers and J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellows, they, they all know when they apply, we're, this is a leadership development program, and we're trying to help them to learn and grow within ACB. They're a chapter, state, and special interest affiliate as well. And our mentoring program is set to uh, go through all of those various areas within ACB. So uh, I think all the committees really, we have a part, a great part to play. The Borough College Leadership Institute will have weekly training sessions that uh, are monthly training sessions that our recipients can join in on. And the Multicultural Affairs Committee is always having things and membership committee has trainings. There's something going on all the time to keep people involved or get more people involved to understand what's really happening within ACB. So I think we have a great connection with these four committees that are going to be able to 
uh, stay on on track to make something happen for ACB as we move forward. But to add to that, um, one of the sort of criteria or, or whatever is is that the um, mentees and preferably mentors would would attend as many of those monthly Burl Collie leadership trainings as as possible. But also we have created and we'll send out a, a letter to committee chairs because oftentimes other committees have programming that the topic could really uh, help with mentoring leadership. You know, you know, and so we don't always know about what they're planning until almost, you know, it appears. <laughs> and yes. so we, um, we are going to send a letter to committee chairs to inform us of their programming, their upcoming, you know, program for the next however many months or whatever. Okay, so you would kind of tie this into as, I guess, the best term is as part of your basic curriculum. Yeah, kind um, of. I mean, we're not going to totally reinvent of. wheels, you know. No, no. But on the other hand, I guess there are things that um, that perhaps, do, do you see that there are, I don't even know how to put this exactly, um, that there are areas in which ACB has strengths that maybe are not currently at their maximum, that a group like this could definitely um, both learn from, uh, become interested in, um, and improve the organization at the same time. You know, yeah. uh, I'm giving you a, 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 just as an example. We would, a few people were talking with me recently about our uh, governmental affairs and advocacy. Oh. Our advocacy is at, is at nowhere near the, the level um, with, you know, from within the organization, from within the staff, the, um, the, the upper end of leadership today as it's been in the past just as an example what we what we what somebody pointed out to me we used to have four staff people working on with the affiliates working on advocacy and governmental affairs you know we have two now um those kinds of things that uh, that you know we had we had pat beaties of those days um you know who were doing an who did an awful lot um so that we weren't a, just a social organization. I don't think that anyone that started that who was in the uh, his, in the history of this organization ever wanted us to be. We were accused actually of being basically just a social organization. Um, and I don't. I, I I like to believe that we still don't believe that we ever should become anything like that. That yes, of course. There's a time and a place for socializing, um, for, you know, becoming friends, for, for um, support, like we're doing with a lot of our peer support groups and that, which is wonderful. I think that's something that we definitely need. But I think that there are some areas in which we, uh, I, at least I've been getting a lot of feedback of late um, Kenneth and Donna, I should have talked to you two before I ran for the board. <laughs> My phone hasn't stopped ringing. 
<laughs> Kenneth talked to me before he ran. Yeah, <laughs> sure do. Yeah. <laughs> so, but Terry, can I just say something? I mean, sure. <clears throat> the fact that nationally, you know, maybe the advocacy focus is not where everybody thinks it should be. Um, what our program would really focus on is looking at what types of skills can somebody get or mm -hmm. should somebody have if they want to pursue advocacy. So that is the type of training I think we would like to offer mentees um, so that they can then apply that, be it at their local level or at the national level. So and that's, 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 and so. Good. Can I quote you? <laughs> I know that was really well said. <laughs> it was. It really was. <laughs> well, I mean, but that, but that's, but that's what the mentoring program is, is. right? Yeah. We're really looking. Yep. So we're we're trying to um, one one aspect of what we will do is you know increase participants' knowledge about ACB, like what it is, how it functions, how it how it came to be, that type of stuff. And then through trainings, be they from the membership committee or the Borough Quality Institute, Leadership Institute or even MCAC, um, we're going to talk about like what other skills and what other knowledge do we think you need to be a leader within ACB. And this is Kenneth, there's a foundation. I really uh, put some things together from our website that I encourage a lot of uh, folks from ACB students and ACB Next Generation to review, but I think it's gonna be incorporated into our mentoring program. And so everybody should know our mission, our vision. We have a diversity statement. Uh, if, if everybody hasn't read it yet, it'd be good to go to acb.org and read that. We have our philosophy and writing on our website. There's so many good things there so people can become better familiar with ACB to know where we are all headed and how we can work best together to make things happen uh, for a great future for not only ACB, but Americans who are blind, visually impaired or have low vision. And one thing that I loved, uh, several years back, we had an advocacy boot camp at a convention that our DKM first timers and J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellows were able to attend several years. And I'm hoping that that comes back because that was a very educational and interactive session that was going on during the convention. So I'll be pretty much encouraged. I was about to say begging, but I'll encourage strongly uh, that Clark and Swatha would join together and help that to, to come back because uh, we have looked forward to it. And that's a great way to help people to understand why we are here and why things can be better through us working together. And so that's a good segment there to, to uh, click into for uh, advocacy being out front and getting involved with uh, the boot advocacy boot camp, which is a neat, neat concept that's, that's started several years. It was, it was, as I recall, um, she was one of our featured speakers this year. Um, J.L. Muhammad, I think, was the one that first started that um, back in, oh, I don't know, 05, 06, 07, something like, something like that. She was always into every kind of boot camp imaginable. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I thought it was a fabulous program at the time myself. Um, I, I do hope that that can get somewhere pulled into the, into mentoring or as I say, as you say, with the, uh, uh, the fellows and that kind of thing. I think that would be a fabulous idea. 
Um, let me ask you, now this is, as I understand it, this is going to be like about a nine month program. Am I correct in that? Yes. Yeah. 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 What do you anticipate a member, a member of a a mentor, a mentee? I'm not getting my words out right. What do you anticipate a mentee to be ready for at the end of this program? The end of that nine month period? Well, you know, some of it's going to depend on where they are when they start. Yeah. Uh, um, so, you know, to give like one blanket statement of where we want them to be, uh, that's kind of hard to, you know, because that's, that's we, if they're just sort of starting their leadership journey, they're, they're probably or possibly won't be the same place as somebody who's already been in some leadership positions, perhaps. Um, anyway, that's my first answer off the top of my head. But <laughs> other than that, when we look at how the program is designed with the guide, um, uh, acronyms G-U-I-D-E, they'll get guidance, they'll experience, they'll experience understanding, intervention, direction, and we end with empowerment. Empowerment after they achieve their goals and aspirations that they share with us on their application that they want to achieve, and it will connect a mentor with them to help them to achieve that goal. So in the end, they will be empowered to be able to do what they started out hoping to achieve, you know, and that's going to come through different means, not only the mentor, but other things, the training sessions, and even the part that we can play when we have these uh, group meetings together with the mentor and mentee team. We're taking the mentees where they're at. We're finding out what they need from us, and we're gearing their training towards them to accomplish the goals that they want to accomplish. We match them, we're going to match them with a mentor that will be able to help them uh, if they're in the beginning to uh, start learning what leadership's all about and to work through that. If they're a little further along to help them advance, we're going to start where they're at and move, help them move forward and where they want to go. And so you'll have to do some, I guess, guidance is probably the best word. Um, I mean, you could have somebody that comes that applies who, Wants to run for president of ACB next year. Let's get know. realistic, folks. <laughs> kind of thing. Yes. Well, one saying. person told me they want to be a sec- their, their aspiration is to be a secretary of ACB. So uh, we'll have different. It's going to be neat when we really look at all the details of those applications, and then we'll make sure we will. Uh, work to connect them with someone that will help them along the way. We even have some thoughts about shadowing staff and the other leaders, you know, beyond the mentor uh, themselves. So we have a lot of things and we've gotten our advisory council involved with some leaders who have actually developed and directed their mentoring programs. So we have some good connections. Uh, We have a library that we've started off with, going to have some leadership material in there, books that they can read to be encouraged and inspired to move forward with their goals. So these several components that we'll, they'll have to kind of pull from to get the, the knowledge and uh, strength they need to kind of like pursue and per- per- persevere through whatever challenge they even may face uh, while they are attempting to achieve their goal. Yeah, because it seems to me that what you're really trying to do is, I, I guess as an analogy, is help people 
find their best way of learning to climb a pyramid. Um, and I guess, the, you know, anything that's triangular, I guess, is my, my point. That's why I think of the pyramid. Because to, to really develop a very strong, I'm wondering if any of you agree with this, to develop a very strong sense of leadership, you know, you really do need to kind of start at the base, yeah. be active in, you know, be active in an affiliate, for instance, um, take on leadership of that um, to practice. You know, that, that's where a lot of people learn is, uh, you know, being the first uh, second vice president or secretary of or what have you of a of an affiliate uh, of being the, you know, just uh, being a, uh, a member, a, a chair of a, of a committee, whether it's, you know, your hospitality committee or your um, membership or your governmental affairs or, you know, whatever. Uh, and, and working their way up, work, working your way up through that, because that just seems to be such an, probably the most, the most important piece, it would seem, is what you learn through your own experience. And your own experience includes what other people teach you or tell you, um, but it also includes your own personal experience. Um, Do I sound like I'm totally off base? (laughs) No, no, you don't. Uh, It connects with the mentoring. I was thinking there's something I really hope that everybody will get when they apply to be a mentor or mentee, but mainly a mentor. We need you to know that it's important for you to start at the bottom, build that foundation uh, because some people just want to start at the top. And and the bad thing about that, if you don't give your foundation built, you may not last because the top may seem to be so tough for you to even grasp. So it's good to build that foundation so you can grow along the way and then you'll be better equipped to serve well and last too, you know. So uh, that's what I'm hoping people would take this serious. We, uh, titles. Uh, this is beyond just taking a title. We need you to really learn about ACB, whether and starting from your chapter level on up, and try to find out how you can serve in a way that you can learn uh, and then grow. Uh, and just know that it's, that's the best way to do it. Even with life, uh, you just can't start off uh, as an adult. You have to learn and grow from childhood on up. And we have to be uh, we have to be careful how we say that to people. But sometimes it's so necessary because some people like titles they're attracted to uh recognition more than work and that's so true it's so important that people get that that's true and you and i think the other thing that people need to learn is why well using acb as an example why acb is where it is today and how it gets to where it is today um and i don't think that handing them a copy of people of vision is necessarily the way to the basic solution to that it's um it's good to go you know to to know something of the history um but i think to look at some of the more recent history the uh what's happened in the last you know people of vision really pretty much ends uh it's very sketchy after about 1985 on and you do get one of the things that i find i found very interesting. I had forgotten about, for instance, in People of Vision. As recently, I went back and looked at the the very last thing in that book is the original Constitution. Yeah. 
and the original purpose of the organization. And, you know, look at that and look at where we are today and where we've come through those years. And especially from about 1985 on, we've, we've, we're not the organization in some ways that we were in 1962. Thank goodness. Um, but I think we've we've carried on a lot of the of the best elements of it of, of its original intent. Let's put it that way. Um, and I think that's important. People that are coming in today need to know where that where we're coming from. You know where the organization is coming from, because they really are as leaders. People are really representing everyone in the organization. Um, I know I was listening to something. Uh, it was one of your earlier programs, and someone uh, someone had asked a question: "What if I only want a female mentor, or a male, you know, or someone of a particular gender?" And that's. I guess what really struck me about that is a leader needs to be a leader of everyone. And I think that's important for us to, to, you know, to keep in mind that when we're, yes, you might get involved in a particular group. It might be, you know, the women's committee or something like that. But when you're going into the leadership of an organization, you're actually leading all of that organization, whether it's LGBTQ or women or uh, newly blinded or people with low vision or braille readers or, you know, whatever. That's one of the most beautiful things of ACB is that we have people with every kind of interest imaginable in it. And, um, and so as a leader, you're repre you are representing and you are helping all of those people. And um, that's my little two, two cents worth on that, I guess. Um Anyway, um, so that's that was my, you know, I just was curious as to what you kind of wanted people to to have achieved by the end of this. I think we've kind of covered that. Let me ask you one more quick question, and then we're going to open the uh, lines, open the phones up. Um, and that is, what is the process for becoming a mentor or a mentee? Well, the first major step is to complete the application. <laughs> there are two applications, one for mentees, which are, it says mentee slash explorer, because we're calling the mentees explorers now instead of mentees. Um, and then the mentor slash guide application, if you want to be a mentor, they're going to be called guides. And so I don't forget, but as part of the mentor or guide application uh, there at the end there is a small section that uh, asks you for the name uh, phone number and email address for a reference person um, that we can contact so we can learn a little bit more about your uh, leadership skills and and your ability to be a mentor um, so that that's the first big step. And, and as part of those applications, it, it asks your interests and uh, like your skills that you think you have that, that could 
contribute to this program. And is there any, uh, and those I assume are available at acb.org. Yeah. And yes. is it, and there's yes. information there as well for people to read a little bit more about you about the program. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, we have quite an audience here this evening. Well, and Terry, I'm sorry. This is right before, be, no, before I forget, I, I just want to say, and, and then maybe I can say it at the end. Um, the mentoring team, we do have an email address. So at any point, if you have a question that maybe you can't find an answer to or, you know, something we haven't talked about. And I'll say it again, but if you still need to get a writing implement, I'll say it later again. But it's uh, all lowercase acb.mentoring at gmail.com. Acb.mentoring, M-E-T-O-R-I-N-G at gmail.com. Yep. M-E-N-T-O-R. M-E-M-T. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> I'm so used to saying I, it. I, just, I love just... to pick up on teachers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, then. Thank you very much. Um, for those of you who are with us this evening, if you would like to ask any of the four of our guests anything more about the mentoring program you're more than welcome to raise your hand i see we have one hand raised now i will run through just in case and see if i can remember to do this right uh if you're on your computer it is alt y to raise and lower your hand alt a to mute and unmute if you're on a smartphone in the lower right corner under the more is the hand raise and in the lower left corner is the mute and unmute on a house, uh, a regular landline phone, it's a phone with push buttons, anyhow. Um, it's star six to mute and unmute and star nine to raise your hand and lower your hand. And the one I always get screwed up, but I'm going to try it anyway, is on a Mac. It is command shift A to mute and unmute and... Shift Y? Option Y. Option Y. Thank you. <laughs> I knew I was going to get that. I always follow up the map. This time the teacher will help, will help you. <laughs> That's it. Thank you, Miss <laughs> <you>, Brown. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get started. Our first question is from Penny Moss. Penny, you hey, may have There you are. Hey, Penny. Hey, Penny. hey how y'all doing? All, All right. right. Okay, right. here's, here's the deal. I'll try to make my question quick and concise, but I don't know whether to apply to be a mentee <laughs> or a mentor. And the reason I say that is because I, I am the current president of my chapter in Birmingham. I have been second vice president several times. I've been secretary of the Deafblind Coalition of Alabama. I've been sec I'm secretary at BITS. I know how to be, pre I started a chapter in Lubbock, Texas and was president for three years. About the only office I haven't held is treasurer and I've been on board. So I guess I don't know which thing to apply for because I always know I could learn more. But how do you know with, which application to complete? 
<laughs> we've so, been asked that we've been asked that question before. <laughs> yep. Yes. So uh, I haven't heard anybody else speak. So I will say that my first thing is what we spoke about earlier. The mentor, we will really will expect them to be able to share uh, knowledge about ACB in general, not just the chapters and affiliates, but uh, we have to have a basic knowledge of ACB so that we can tell answer questions for those newer folks. Uh, or maybe not be brand new members, but they'd be maybe new to learning about ACB. So we have to educate them through that process. And so I think our mentor should have some that ability to be able to share uh, some things about ACB, you know. And uh, but some people might want to apply for both if they see there's an, an area they need to grow in. They may want to apply to be a mentee, you know. But I think you should go for what you feel strongly about personally, you know. Uh, you feel like you have a lot to offer. I'm going to put out a list of 10 reasons why you should mentor. And that may help you when you read those things there, you know, when that goes out uh, pretty soon. Well, um, and I, I also want to say this, this is a pilot program. And so it, it most likely, I mean, unless something really ha weird happens, but it's going to continue. So if for some reason this year, say, maybe you, you know, feel stronger that maybe you should apply to be a mentee and, and then perhaps, you know, in another year or whatever, then apply to be a mentor or, or, or whatever. And like Kenneth said, you know, where, wherever you feel, whichever one you feel that you have the most to offer, really, and, and to grow. Well, and I think this is the thing you were talking about ACB. Um, we should have a knowledge of ACB. You know, I'm really good about talking about uh, national, and this is where I think ACB needs to work on. But locally, is a problem sometimes because some we have a lot of chapters that are really inactive. And if you said, "Well, what do y'all do?" I wouldn't know what to say. I mean, for some chapters, I mean, so. This is one area I think that ACB needs, I hope that mental program will address, is working with the states that have low membership and smaller chapters that they can help grow them and train people how to be serve as officers. Because I, I think ACB does a really good job on the national level, but you've got some states that are really strong and big, and then you've got others that aren't doing hardly anything. So I'm hopeful that this mentor program will address that. And, well, and when that's you look why at the objective, it, it, it really does tell you it, this. It, it, it even, earlier, this program expands throughout the organization right. on all levels. Mm -hmm. Down to the chapter well, as well. Right. So, yeah. So, I mean, you, you, you hit the nail on the head there. You're, you've got it. Mm -hmm. But, yep. Good. I just need those people Thank to you. let us know they want to learn about those things, too. Sure. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. yeah. Okay. And, and as uh, Penny knows, because we've had more than one discussion, yes, we um, have. that's a lot of why I'm going to have the special interest affiliate, the new special interest affiliate presidents on next week and again on August 19th, because that's one of the things that I feel ex felt extremely strong about in running for the board this year is that I think our affiliates um, do need a lot of a lot of help and I am more than willing to help any affiliate in any way that I possibly can as well. And so can I put a plug in for oh sorry. Can sure, I put a plug right in 
for the next Burl Cauley leadership because it kind of goes right in with this. Sure. Um, it's going to our next Burl Cauley leadership training, which would be the second Thursday in August. I think that's maybe the eleventh, uh, perhaps. I think um, at nine o'clock p.m. Eastern. But anyway, it's going to talk. We're going to talk about how to involve um, members in affiliates chapters and but we're we're going to include like the small some of the smaller affiliates as as part of some of the presenters um because yeah well that that's we we kind of thought that would be good after coming off a convention because you know people are a little bit enthused generally after convention right Um, this year they might be tired but um (laughs) (laughs) you know so anyway that that's that's our our focus for august so and that's the second Thursday, second Thursday in, in, of each in, month of each month at nine o'clock p.m. Eastern. All right, great, I'll everybody, be there. be there or be square. I didn't actually <laughs> just say that. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda Selm, if you would like to unmute, we would love to hear from you. She's one of our affiliate presidents too. <laughs> Hi, Terry. Hi, mentoring committee. Um, first of all, I'm so grateful for you all uh, doing this. This is a long, I know this has been a long time coming and I work with 75% of this committee. Cheryl, you and I are going to have to figure out how we can work together because I'm on committees with, I'm on two committees with Donna B and Donna Browning. Uh, and I'm on a committee with uh, Donna Brown and Kenneth Simeon as well. So we'll have to figure that out so I can work with 100% of the committee. Um, <laughs> so I'm curious. I have two questions. Um, first one is, is, I know you all are interested in working with committees, um, but uh, Next Gen uh, is a, we are we are looking at doing some more educational um, um, and educational things in this upcoming year. Uh, not exactly sure what's on the horizon, but we're looking at that. Would you all be, are, are you all also looking to partner with uh, affiliates, special interest affiliates, if they have some information? Like if, for example, if we did sessions that were leadership subjects like uh, conflict resolution or um, oh, so another I, one. I, Go ahead. I can answer this for you. Okay. One of the things that we're going to ask our mentees to do is to participate in um, different sessions of leadership that may come up from um, any committee that's uh, putting on anything of leadership. Um, We're going to give them the information when it comes out and let them know when it's going to happen. And we're going to ask that they uh, do participate because the idea is to help them become leaders and to grow and learn about ACB. So uh, we will definitely be wanting that information from any committee uh, that is going to do um, any kind of leadership activities. Affiliates as well. You are welcome. If you want to have an idea that you yes. feel like can connect with us, write us, you know, and t- let's, oh, let's talk about it. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Uh, and my other, thanks guys. I really appreciate it. And my other question real quick is um, you said that there is a library, uh, a library on the website for leadership. Is, no. is, is that, or no. is that a coming? 
Is that no, in no, the no, we didn't say that's on, online. Of uh, the uh, details about the mentoring program are online with a link to the applications. No, we just started building a library uh, within our small group that just it just got started within a few months. So yeah, so yeah. it's not there yet. It's, uh, it's not, okay. I promise that it will be on the website yet. Okay, thank you. Okay, and uh, I'm just trying to move along a little bit because we've got three more hands up and I want to get a, everyone a chance to come in. Area code 501 ending in, um, where was I? 974. I bet Good that's evening. Teresa. It is Teresa. Hi, Teresa. Good evening, everybody. It is. It Hi. Is. Hi, Donna, Donna, <laughs> Kenneth, and Cheryl. Hello. Hello. And Terry. Hello. Okay. Penny brought something up. And also, I heard you all allude to something uh, back when you were talking a little bit ago. Um, we have the, the very uh, big issue in our, um, well, actually, in our local chapter. And it's kind of... Um, how to how to get our chapter to grow, how to get our affiliate to grow, because we're we're a small affiliate. You wouldn't think Arkansas would be a small affiliate, but we are, unfortunately. And when there were certain people that used to be involved, um, unfortunately, some of them are taking their eternal rest now, but they um, they got they were very instrumental, but now they are no longer here. Um, one time. There were a few of us at a at a gathering of sort. It wasn't ACB related, but we were talking to some people about ACB. And this one individual said, and we go out to eat after our meetings. And I was like, we do more than just that. And it's kind of how do we kind of get a grip on telling people it's more than just about socializing, going out to eat after the meetings are over. Sure, that's fine and dandy, but that's not the only reason we meet. And since um, COVID, since 2020, we've been having conference calls. And one that same individual a few months back said, I hope we get back together again. I'd like to be able to go out to eat. And I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, it's not that I don't want us to meet in person, but that's not for the, that, it's not for that reason alone. Yes, I've heard around the nation, though, we have a number of our chapters really uh, have to uh, un begin understanding that there's a connection with the state affiliate and the yes. national. And they just don't. They right. Haven't been, and we need those people from the local level also to kind of help them to make that connection. Right. Yeah, one thing I've done is came up with a little trivia game for my local chapter to kind of know uh, something about each level, you know. And so yes. that's a neat thing that we have to find some ways to make sure we connect them with that information that would let them know we're more than just a social group. Right. I mean, we have a boatload of issues in our just in our state and in our um, metropolitan Little Rock area that we need to address and um, meet with the right people to see about them being addressed, such as transportation. And, well, and if you don't have your transportation, you sure aren't going to get very far to going to eat. Going on. It was Pam Shaw, but she seems to have dropped off somehow. Christopher. If you, Good evening. Uh, this is a very interesting call and an exciting idea. Um, you know, when I think of being a mentor, uh, I think of helping someone develop 
skills in advocacy because that's kind of what I do uh, is, as an advocate. And it's not so much the focus. It, it, I mean, I've been with ACB for a long time, but it's not really teaching somebody about ACB. Um, I'm interested in helping somebody uh, become uh, a good self-advocate <clears throat> and then learn to advocate in whatever uh, areas that they may be interested in. And it, this goes along with something that Terry said, which is a lot of this is not just about knowledge, skills, and abilities, but it's about experience and uh, giving people the experience. So I, I mean, I see this as, you know, maybe lasting longer than, than nine months in terms of working with somebody to, to acquire these experiences. So I wondered if you guys would comment on any of that. Yeah, we have it all written in the program that we put out the overview and it's on our website, really talks about that. Definitely experiences are an important part of it. Uh, in the midst of it being an ACB program, that's why we want to make sure that we use this as an opportunity to make sure we find out what people really are, what they don't know about ACB that could help to uh, help to keep them as a member. The more you know about what, what you're a part of makes a difference. I have a document I put out there, 15 ways to maximize your ACB membership. And it talks about that, how important it is getting to know what you're a part of because if you only join because of a friend or a family member, if they leave, you're going to leave. We need everybody to get their own understanding of why we are here, why we're existing. That's why we're focusing on the knowledge about ACB. But it does go down to uh, what we said earlier about their personal goals and aspirations that they will share with us when they apply. We want to work on that to help them. We have one more call, and that is Pam Shaw. Hi, everybody. Real quickly in the service of time, two questions. The first one we were trying to find is, when is the official start date of the mentoring program? We actually don't have a specific date yet because we okay. want to get those applications in by the 15th of August, and then we'll have time to review. It depends on how many we have to review and how much time we will need. But well, we're looking at the uh, early part of September. We just don't want to say a date yet. Because uh, we need to, depending on how many applications we get, that's how much time we may have to allow to review all of those. Okay. I would Thanks say we we sh we should be able to start, say, by September 15th, or, you know, okay. or, or around that time. How will um, guides and explorers be matched? I think we're going to, I mean, this is, you know, part of the application. We're asking uh, guides to talk about their skills and interests. Similarly, we're asking mentees to talk about their skills and interests um, and, and their aspirations. So we're hoping that we will use that type of information to begin sort of the initial sort of matching process. I want to thank Cheryl, Donna, Donna, Kenneth, all of you for joining me this evening. Next week, we will be talking with some of our special interest affiliates and what they're planning to do and what we can do to help them to uh, increase their membership and develop their leadership as well. And with that, I wish you all a happy and a safe week. Okay. I thank you all very much thank and have you, a Terry. great thank week. You. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much, Terry.